0: Hello, and welcome to Taxing Times, the podcast that explores the fascinating, controversial, and often wacky history of taxation. I'm your host, Nupur Kumar, also known as Super Nupur, a major tax and history nerd, and the managing partner of Fact Professional, a CPA firm. Today, we are going to explore another way that the English government squeezed money out of their people. Adding to the list of bizarre British taxes is the English hat tax. The hat tax was introduced in 1784 by Prime Minister William Pitt, who was looking for new ways to raise revenue for the government after the American War of Independence to Americans, our Revolutionary War. The tax was aimed at the wealthy classes, who could afford to buy and wear fashionable hats While the poor usually had one cheap hat or no hat at all. Because the wealthier you were, the more hats you had. Similar to our last episode talking about the beard tax instituted by Peter the Great, Prime Minister Pitt wanted to encourage the British people to adopt a more fashionable style of dress, as he considered hats to be old fashioned and outdated. He was trying to encourage people to ditch their old-fashioned hats and adopt a more modern and stylish look, because you know nothing says fashion like paying extra money for something you already own. The tax was based on the price of the hat, ranging from a half penny to two shillings per hat. To enforce the tax, hat makers had to buy a stamp for each hat they sold and attach it to the inside of the hat. The hat tax also required Hat retailers to buy a license and display the sign Dealers in Hats by Retail. The cost of the retail license was £2 for London and five shillings elsewhere. Anyone caught wearing a hat without a stamp would be fined £20, a huge sum at the time. In today's currency, that would be equivalent to £4,427 British pounds or $5,498 US dollars. You might think that this tax would discourage people from buying hats, but that was not the case. Hats were an essential part of men's and women's attire in the 18th and 19th centuries, and people were willing to pay extra for them. In fact, some people even saw the tax as a status symbol, showing off their expensive hats with pride. The tax, also inspired some creativity and innovation among hat makers and hat wearers alike. Some hat makers tried to avoid the tax by calling their products something else, like bonnets or caps. This led to the government expanding the tax in 1804 to cover any kind of headgear. Hat wearers tried to avoid paying the tax by wearing old hats, buying hats from smugglers or making their own hats at home. Some people even resorted to wearing wigs or turbans instead of hats, while others tried to evade the tax by renting hats instead of buying them or by altering old hats to make them look new, which is a whole new kind of tax evasion. Now, you might think that this tax was easy to avoid. Just wear an old hat or buy a hat from a smuggler or make your own at home, right? Wrong. The government was very serious about collecting this tax. They hired inspectors to check people's hats for stamps and find anyone who sold or wore a hat without a stamp. And they even executed anyone who forged a stamp. Yes, you could literally lose your head over a hat. The hat tax was not very popular with the public, as you can imagine. It was seen as unfair and arbitrary imposition on personal freedom and expression. Some people protested against the tax by wearing paper hats with slogans like no pity using prime minister's uh, Pitt's name or down with the hat tax. I know, not very creative. The tax also faced opposition from some members of parliament who argued that it was ineffective and inefficient. They pointed out that the cost of administering and collecting the tax was higher than the revenue it generated. The tax also had some unintended consequences, such as encouraging smuggling and counterfeiting of hats and stamps. The tax was finally repealed in 1811. After 27 years of existence, it had raised about 200,000 pounds for the government. In 2023, that would equate to 3,934,472 pounds or 4,885,540 U.S. dollars. Despite the revenue, it came at a high cost of public discontent and resentment. The hat tax is remembered today as one of the most ludicrous taxes in history and a lesson in how not to design a tax system. The hat tax was not only weird tax that the British government imposed. We discussed the window tax in episode 1, but the government also taxed dice, almanacs, wallpaper, bricks, gloves, hair powder, perfume, and many more. These taxes were often seen as unfair, oppressive, and downright ridiculous by the public. They also had negative effects on the economy, the environment, and the health of the people. Many of these taxes were eventually repealed or abolished in the 19th century as the government shifted to more progressive and efficient ways of taxation. Well, that's all for this episode of Taxing Times. I have said the word hat so many times. If you can count and send me a message, let me know. You can also follow us on Instagram at FactProfessional and send us a message for other podcast ideas. For tax or accounting questions, you can email our office info at factprofessional.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more Taxing Times.